and welcome to the Let's Not Panic podcast. We're two practical people chronicling a pretty impractical trip from San Francisco to Patagonia. We're trying not to panic. If you're just joining us, I'm Maggie. And I'm Adam. And we're a married couple who've quit our jobs, given up our lease, and hit the road in a Toyota 4Runner that's now our home. Indeed. And currently, it is located in the midst of a whole bunch of broken down trains. We're in a train graveyard. Yeah, no big deal. Normal. Yeah. Um, so we haven't recorded a podcast episode in a little while because we both kind of got laid low. Yeah. So mm. Adam caught a really gross, disgusting cold that has him like coughing up phlegm all, of, all over the place and all the time. And Maggie was also a little laid low by um, a special little guy. We'll say. <laughs> Don't put it like that. That's so gross. Let's just say when Maggie's been eating, she's been eating for two. <laughs> that is so mean. <laughs> Who does it mean to? The parasite? <laughs> to me? I don't know. It's just mean. <laughs> I, guess, I had a parasite yeah. in my stomach, and yeah. it's disgusting, and I had to basically eat poison to get rid of it. Oh, I see why it's mean. I see why it's mean, because you want to have babies. All right. Settle down. <laughs> so... So we haven't done a lot, which has actually been fine because um, Shadow has needed a lot of work because we're heading into Solar de Uyuni and the Lagunas route in the next couple days, and we want it to be ready. And I guess you could say Shadow's been sick too. Yeah, exactly. Um, we got some work done. We'll get to that in the technical corner. We need to keep she all got a facelift. All of the technical things need to be in the technical. A little Botox corner. and the cheekbones. Hey, this is not technical time. <laughs> anyway, so we since we last recorded, have been to Santa Cruz, um, a couple little towns in between there, and Sucre. Uh, Sami Pata was the city that you really liked. Oh, yeah, that place was great. Yep. Um, uh, Santa Cruz was cool. It was. Uh, it's a lowland city. It's about a million people. I like their urban layout. It's like concentric rings with lots of efficient traffic for the most part. Really? I thought those roundabouts were fucking bananas. Yeah. That, but they the way the whole city it had ring, 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 like... It was like expanding rings. I liked the way it was laid out. Mm. For a million-person city, it wasn't too bad on traffic. Compare that to Lima, which is much bigger, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Man, Arequipa was a nightmare. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Santa Cruz was cool. We we went to CrossFit. Mm -hmm. Um, It was kind of like PE. Yeah, it was a little... Honestly, it was the kind of workout that we probably needed after not having done CrossFit for two months. We were just like little 20-second on-off workouts. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, but it was like... It was P. It was P. E. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, what was the name of the little town you just said? Samipata. Samipata is my new favorite place in the world. Oh, really? First of all, their library is painted uh, with a little prince mural, which is Maggie's um, favorite book. I do love that book. And we had a little prince themed wedding. Well, we little, didn't really have a theme to the wedding. Well, it wasn't a theme, but we Close gave enough. it as a gift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our wedding was sort of like not much i loved our wedding no it was great but it only there was only like 20 people it wasn't like a production yeah anyway which was our goal yeah anyway uh (laughs) we've put more effort into this podcast than we did into our wedding (laughs) (laughs) fact yeah um and we also got like just the bombest street food yeah absolutely um the the best thing i think was probably the arepas 
Oh that my was God. your favorite thing in the world, right, Maggie? They were Maggie? arepas stuffed with cheese that he fried up right in front of you. Yeah. He just had this huge and vat. And then I married him. It was like corn and cheese and egg and milk. And mm-hmm. that's all that there was in there. And salt. And salt. It was hella good. And you just flop it onto this huge frying pan and cook it right there on the street in front of you. Yeah. It was delicious. It was hella I'll good. give you a delicious on that, even though it's not my favorite kind of thing to eat. It was like one of my favorite things we've eaten the entire time we've been on this trip. Oh, man. It was so good. <laughs> now I'm going to learn how to make arepas. And then also we had like chicken lizard, chicken gizzards. Chicken lizards? Chicken lizards. That would be a hell of a thing. <laughs> chicken gizzards cooked on uh, on the street also. Yeah. That was good. Good street good food. It was. Day. It was really good. Yeah. I have a theory about Bolivian food. What's that? Which is basically the street food is always going to be a hundred times better than everything we get in a restaurant. Yeah. We were told that the food in Bolivia was going to be bad. That person was a liar. Yeah. And, and a we, chef. Yeah, I think they just didn't get off the beaten path enough. You have to be an adventurous eater, I think, when you go here if you want the good stuff. And it turns out, I think the good stuff is still also food safety-wise very healthy. We've talked about that in the past. Yeah. But anyway, um, of course, you had a parasite. So well, that was before. That was, I, we think that was from that expensive cruise that we took in yeah, the Galapagos. I, yeah. <laughs> so, so you get what you pay for. Opposite. <laughs> I got a friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we went to Sucre, which is another big town and is the constitutional capital of Bolivia. Sucre was a exp- uh, big surprise to me. Sucre was fucking rad. Yeah. Sucre, that was a cool city. It, it was beautiful. And it was yeah. very um, calm, I, like calming. It had this aura of just like peace to me. It was pretty chill. Yeah. People were hanging out. It didn't have like crazy hustle bustle despite being really busy there were kids running around everywhere i didn't expect it to be such a cool city so yeah. we ended up staying another night yeah. we added a night to it yeah because it was like hey just because it was nice um but we are kind of on a tight schedule now yeah so um the reason we're this episode's going to be short is a because we didn't do much being sick and disgusting and rolling around and feeling sorry for ourselves yeah and b because we were prepping and are heading into Solar de Uyuni and the Lagunas route, which was the part of our Bolivia trip that we uh, were the, kind of the most excited for. Yeah. You've said before part that you were most excited for for the whole trip, just from some of the descriptions. Yeah. Well, because we, when we planned this trip, I didn't know we were going to go to the Galapagos. Right. Um, so Solar de Uyuni and the Lagunas route were like the two things where I was like, I'd seen a billion pictures from it. And I was like, oh, man. You love the animal sides of places, and I love the landscape sides. And I'd say the Galapagos was two-thirds animals, one-third landscapes. Mm -hmm. Still a very beautiful place. Yeah. I'm going to say the next couple days are going to be two-thirds landscape, one-third animals. Oh, yeah. We're still both going to love it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Um, So, so yeah, we're here in Uyuni. We're actually Mm -hmm. on the outskirts of the town. There's this, like we mentioned, a train graveyard. And yeah. it's pretty cool. We're it, sitting in it right now, recording in the front seats of our car. Yeah. Anyone that's done the Lagunas route has probably been to this place and has is like nodding along with us um, when we say we were horsing around on the trains, running around on top of them, mm-hmm. taking pictures. Adam was running around on top of yeah. them. Yeah. Maggie was looking askance. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you to get down. Anyway, Adam, should we get into your technical corner? Yes, indeed. Let's do it. What's in it? Um, so one of the things that we had done while we were in Santa Cruz is I found a really good mechanic, really high level of specialty in electronics and they could do everything, but they, they really knew their stuff. And 
we had someone really look into this throttle position sensor problem that's been haunting us. And we thought we had it fixed. Um, I would have reported until today that we had it fixed, but it did come back today on today's drive. It seems like it's a lot harder for it to come back. And what I did is actually also in Santa Cruz was able to obtain a brand new throttle position sensor. So today while we were driving, after we got pulled over by the police, we forgot to mention. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> um, that wasn't a big deal. Yeah, it was. we got pulled over and then he let us go yeah. for free. Yeah. He didn't even try to get a bribe out of us, which was pretty cool for Bolivia. Anyway, that's not technical. It's <laughs> not technical at all. <laughs> um, I changed out the sensor with the new one and I haven't been able to make it come back. But we are battling a new problem that I am at a loss to try to fix. Uh, and I need to do a lot of research on it but we're basically the car floods or it it gets really really hard it feels bogged down when we press the throttle um and we i believe it's narrowed down i I had it inspected actually when we were just in sucre yesterday i had it inspected by a mechanic who cleaned all of the relevant fuel system things and said yep should be good to go but i think your charcoal canister is failing and i can't replace that it's a really hard part to get it's also very expensive so we're kind of Kind of in limbo on that. We're just going to have to make do. But our gas mileage is 16.5 miles per gallon right now, which is enough. Wow. It's it's not a lot, It's but <laughs> it's definitely enough for us to do the Laguna's route without any extra gas cans aside from the ones that we already have on our rear bumper. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's the technical corner for this week. Very nice. Very brief. Yeah. You told me to be brief. I did. I said that, but mm-hmm. you listened, and that's the remarkable part. So Maggie, mm-hmm. what's in your pillow fort of self-care? Um, I feel like I might have said this before on a different episode, but reading trash. No, I don't think you said that one. Just trash. What are you, like, you talking smut? It's smutty. It's Philippa Gregory. So there was a um, book swap bookshelf in our hotel in Sucre. And I just, uh, we'd finished an audio book. I'd finished a book on my own. I'd put down one book because I just, like, hated it. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I picked up this one, and it's... Uh, called the queen's fool and it is just trash is it a? it's like a p in the v kind of book no <laughs> what are we talking here uh it's got sexy D- bits DPs? In it. Oh, okay pal it's historical fiction it's like one step up from straight god adam <laughs> Stri- <laughs> one yeah. step up from what you're thinking of which is like bodice rippers erotica kind of a deal so anal god adam <laughs> <laughs> so um it takes place in uh, Queen Mary's court in Tudor, England. Right. Um, no more. Uh, no uh, more jokes. I, what jokes? What jokes <laughs> are you talking about? I'm serious. I'm um, interested. So, cool. reading trash. Reading trash. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you've got that. Yeah, it's nice. A little escapism. Mm-hmm. 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 Not that we're not already escaping. Yeah, but I mean, with, how, with us laying low, it's given me like a lot of time to be up on current events. Uh, so right. it is really nice to just be like, oh, look, this has nothing to do with my life. This yeah. isn't pertinent to anything that matters. Yep. Delightful. Oh, are they flirting? My word. Like it's <laughs> that kind of thing. It's great. <laughs> so shall we do our three Bs? Indeed. I'd love to. Adam, what's your choice for Beautiful. Beautiful actually is from today. We came in after our long six-hour drive and crested this ridge and saw this huge expanse of land below us, including a huge expanse of white that Mm -hmm. just goes off into the distance 
as far as the eye can see. And that was the salt flats, of course. And just this whole like deserty high Altiplano area that we're in. Um, very, very beautiful. Mm-hmm. I like this landscape. Mm-hmm. I feel at home in the desert. Yeah. yeah. You do like desolation. Mm-hmm. Maggie, your pick? So when we visited the Museum of Liberty in Sucre, I learned about Juana Azur Dui. Dui? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly how to say it correctly. Azur Dui sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, and she was a resistance fighter in the Bolivian and Argentine wars for independence from Spanish colonization. And she was a complete badass and her portraits were hanging in the museum, but an interesting thing and her remains are kept there. But the thing that, um, both made me really sad and that I was really touched by was, uh, she lost her husband. She lost her children during this fight. She, when Bolivians declared independence she asked for her land back and despite the fact that she was basically a war hero they were like we don't care about you ma'am no um she died in poverty and in obscurity and then only recently like within the last 10 years her memory has been resurrected as this hero of the independence um there was a 52 foot statue of her erected in argentina she was named an honorary general general of the argentine army and added um, with a lot of honor to the, a lot of different spaces in the Museum of Liberty in Sucre in Bolivia. Um, and I was really touched to see her memory back. Um, and additionally, of all the um, museums that we visited, there have been no female figures featured, really. Yeah, this was the first. This was the first. And so I was really excited just to see her at all because it's like, you know, walls and walls and walls and walls and walls of all these portraits of different men. And then there's this one lady and she wasn't of um, strictly Spanish descent either. She was half indigenous and that was the side of her heritage that she identified with more. Right. So she was unique and exciting for a lot of reasons. So Juana Azurdi is my choice for beautiful. Very cool. Yeah. Um, choice, Adam, for brutal? Um, I would just say like through this period of recuperation and um, you know, just kind of flopping around like we talked about, I we've, I felt a little down, a little uh, low on adventure energy mm-hmm. and that's a little brutal. Cause like we're here and like kind of at the peak moment for me at least and, and for you too. And mm-hmm. going into it, we're like a little discouraged and like things were hard and things are not going well. Um, and there's ups and downs obviously on these types of trips. And we, we were in a down moment, I think while we were sick and just kind of, in limbo. Um, I think being sick away from home. Yeah. And like not yeah. really having like an actual place to be, to take refuge. It has a lot to do with it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that was mine. Mm. Maggie, your pick. Um, mine's from today. Oof. We passed a super fatal, terrible car accident, um, that involved two trucks and one car that was smashed, um, horribly to the point where it was clear that nobody survived and they had not yet been able to clear out uh, the body. Um, And I'm hoping it was just the one. Yeah. But you said you had never seen anything like that before. No. Right. Yeah. It was, it was a really, I didn't see it at all. I was lucky. I just happened to drive (laughs) by because I was driving and there was a police officer waving. Like really adamantly, and now and that makes it, sense. Yeah, it's just like keep moving. Keep yeah, moving, out of respect. There was, um, there was definitely a very grotesque spectacle yeah. on the side of the road. Yep. So definitely a uh, 
speaking of you know just feeling like not having a ton of energy for adventure like yeah uh, just like a nice reminder to be really fucking safe yeah and drive we, safely everyone we always have a balance between maggie and i of like oh i gotta drive safe but we have to pass like we have to make progress we can't get stuck behind trucks or stuck behind cars that are timid about passing other trucks because once they come behind a big truck it'll take forever mm-hmm. that kind of thing um and we made a good progress and but it definitely changed the uh mm-hmm. the balance mm-hmm. of like how how aggressive i was going to be yeah maggie was a little jumpy I think anyone who saw that would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cars are dangerous. So everyone should drive safely. <laughs> more people die in car accidents than like anything else, right? Yeah. It's like heart disease. And then what? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't know. No. I, I was just going to make, make uh, that up. Heart disease and that actually. Texting and driving. Cars. Yeah. Coconuts, yeah. I think. <laughs> Shut up. Falling from trees. They're very dangerous. More people die from coconut attacks than shark attacks yeah no i knew that and from bee stings i like calling them coconut attacks i do that's pretty good (laughs) that makes me smile okay um your choice for bizarre bizarre is this train graveyard what is this place even it's pretty silly it looks like it's from the set of mad max it's really cool yeah it's it's really cool i took some pictures road actually really good mad max yeah (laughs) The, the good the new one yeah um, definitely. That's a, that's a good, uh, comparison. I don't know why they bring all the trains here, I guess just for tourism now, but. Yeah. I think now the way that it's arranged, it's safe to say that they're like, listen, we have all this trash. Can we take tourists there? Yeah. <laughs> and the answer is yes. Cause otherwise this I'm would just delighted. kind of be like a landscape with a, a little bit too much trash everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. now that they put some intentional trash, mm-hmm. it looks great. Yeah. looks really good. And your, your pick Maggie? Um, okay, I'm going to try to describe this. In Sucre, there are these crosswalks um, that are shaped like uppercase printed Ys, like the letter Y. Okay, I'm with you so far. Um, uh, and I was there. but they, <laughs> they basically have two lights, but when you're facing into the Y, like from the bottom, you will see both a don't walk and a walk at the same time, and it is deeply unclear what you're actually supposed to do. So I give a bizarre to whoever designed those crosswalks and was like, this makes sense. I agree. And also you're supposed to stand kind of at the the, the bottom part of the Y, like, like in the, the, the dead center of the Y, in the, which is essentially in the middle of the road. Yeah. Like, there's like a waiting area there. Yeah, in the middle of the road that's basically just delineated by some yellow lines drawn on the ground while people go like blasting by you. Yeah. So whoever designed that, I give it D plus two. <laughs> Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. fucking nuts so that's my choice for bizarre great that's and our episode call that an episode yeah so we will record an episode when we have finished uh solar de uni and the lagunas route mm-hmm. we'll be in chile and we'll we're be gonna, in chile it's gonna be awesome i'm really excited because we're driving basically 250 miles to cross a border in the middle of nowhere from yep. 250 miles from anything else mm-hmm. and or, then we have to haul ass to uh Taurus del Paine to meet my mom and stepdad. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be making a, a pace adjustment yeah. once we get into Chile. Yeah. 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 But I hear good things about the roads. Well, you can see a picture of the train graveyard at Let's Not Panic on Instagram. Uh huh. And you can uh, follow us there for updates on the trip. Mm hmm. Fact. And that's about it. Oh, you also, can also subscribe to us and review us on iTunes. We love it when you do that. Because it on makes iTunes. our feelings feel good. Yeah. 
It's uh, help us with our feelings. It's our number one. This thing. is our saddest episode. <laughs> <laughs> why? Is like, it, why? Uh, well, it's literally upsetting. Like, yeah. we, like oh, we drove by some corpse. Yeah. And then we were a little depressed. <laughs> we're depressed. We've been sick. We're also sitting in our car, and in order to record a good episode, as the audio engineer on this episode, <laughs> I insisted that we turn off the car and the air, air conditioning. conditioning, and it's getting pretty hot. It's also, there was one fly, and now, now there, there are four, yeah. and I'm going to fucking murder all of them. We had to be very zen, because there were just flies landing on our faces the whole episode. This whole episode. So when we sound awkward and pissed off, it's because there's fucking, I'm going to kill this thing. Yeah. Flies everywhere. Anyway. Don't include that in your review of us. <laughs> <laughs> or do if you're in the anti-fly lobby. If you're in the fly murdering business and you're a yeah. fan of our work, mm-hmm. um, first of all, we need help. Yeah. <laughs> Please one. come find us in <laughs> Bolivia right now. I don't Wait know how that would second. work. I hate this. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. This is what it sounds like where we are. So Adam got sick, which you might be able to hear in his voice. Which no, is deeper. My voice, my voice is perfect. And perhaps arguably less velvety than usual. No? Oh, this goddamn fly. We've got <laughs> <laughs> we're in the car. And hold on. This fucking oh, fly. no, no, no. I'm knocking There's two. The there are two in here. There are two. They're multiplying. <laughs> okay. I, I think we're going to have to start over. Everything. <laughs> <laughs>